This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Here we go. It's podcast on a Thursday, and uh, that means it's Thursday. Because if it wasn't, it'd be like Wednesday or Friday or the other days of the week. But it's Thursday, Al Dukes. How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Did yes. you miss me yesterday? Uh, yes, you hey, were out. I listened to the podcast. You didn't miss me at all. I missed you. I uh, felt like I had more uh, heavy lifting to do. Well, that's true. From that standpoint, and by heavy heavy lifting, all he means is he opens the podcast. Yes. Beyond that, it's the same thing. And during the warm-up show, I throw it to the break. That's it's a true. a lot of stuff. That's true. The warm-up and people are listening. You're yeah. on the air. Right. It's you never real. know how many people and what's going to happen. So that's right. true. Like this podcast part, fake. The not warm-up fake. is on WFAN. Here's how I know it's not fake. We get tweets about it. We do get tweets about it. That means it. people are listening. And there's a few guys, and I love it. Yeah. I feel like we walk out of here, it's uploaded, and within 10 minutes, they're responding to stuff yes. that we're talking about on this podcast. That's a hardcore listener right hardcore there. Hardcore listener. That's right. That's who I like. Yes. And you know what else is great about this show? No phone calls. No phone calls. Although, if you'd like to take one, you could punch one up and take one of Joe's calls away. You can be a huge fan without calling, which is my favorite. That's how yes. I'm. A, that's what I'm a fan of. I've, so I've heard. Jerry, I got to uh, live out a childhood fantasy, if you will, uh, today. Sergeant Slaughter almost killed you. Sergeant Slaughter came in studio in full Sergeant Slaughter character. That was my moment of the day. Yes, and uh, he put me in the Cobra Clutch. Now, Cobra Clutch. I'm surprised he was willing to do that in this litigious society that we live in. Well, and you know I'm always looking for a lawsuit. You are, but right? I think he's probably done that lock. Yes. 5000 times. Right. I don't think he thought he was really going to have you pass out. And another 70-year-old man that could, could kick whoop your ass. My ass. I couldn't believe how good he looked. Yeah. Looks great. Yeah. And was very strong. He put me in that cobra clutch and he only applied the minimal amount of pressure, but I felt it. Were you fading the black? I got to tell you, I was a little lightheaded walking around afterwards. For All real, right. what would he have put been... the he put the pressure on both carotid on the carotid arteries? Carotid. I don't know if there's one or two carotid arteries. Not sure, but he put pressure on both sides of my neck. I could have went to sleep. Yeah, that's in how the it classic happens. sleeper hold. What would have been more peaceful? Yeah, the float pod mm-hmm. or Sergeant Slaughter's hold on your neck? I bet this is what what I'm thinking of doing is asking Sarge. 
if he would come to me, come with me to the float tank, to the float tank, put me in the Cobra clutch, and when I'm fading out, he he lays me gently into the salt water. <laughs> You'd be nude. I unfortunately I would have to be nude. So your butt cheeks would be under the right hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? That would be strange. I don't think that would work. Uh, you weren't a big wrestling guy uh, growing up, right? I, I've told you this before. I was. You were. Until for my ninth birthday, my father, this was the big birthday gift, second row seats oh, at the Meadowlands. Right. And it was the most amazing experience and the absolute worst experience. We got there, couldn't wait. We were so excited. I remember Randy Macho Man Savage was fighting. He was and on that was your guy? that night. That was my guy. Elizabeth was going to be there. Like, this was awesome. And then they fought, and you saw the missed punches, and I was like, what the hell? You know, what is this? Right. And it ruined me. Better to I had watch. the ring. I yeah. had the, the rubber figures. Loved it. So you probably had Sergeant and Slaughter. I probably did. I was a I, rubber yeah. figure. Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Yep. I loved wrestling when I was a kid. Me too. Until that night. I remember my father bought, if I remember correctly, he bought eight tickets. My parents went. My brother went and I went. And I was allowed to bring four friends. Wow. And it was an awesome, awesome night until that. It just, not that it did, I shouldn't say it ruined the night, but it ruined my love for wrestling. Right. Tough. That's sad. And that's sad. I, I hate mean, when a young man's dreams. Well, it wasn't a dream. Shatter. I didn't want to wrestle or I didn't want to be a wrestling announcer. It was just, it was eye-opening. Would you be a wrestling announcer now? You're a play-by-play guy. Would you take uh, a wrestling announcing job? What does it pay? It pays equivalent to Rutgers. No. Really? I don't know it. Well, you go learn it. Mm, not really. You'd have to say this. Oh, he is busted wide open when you see blood. That's what you say. I suppose. I, I guess. I, I'll, you, listen, I'm never going to say never. And I saw this one. This is a good one the other day. Have you ever heard this one before? This is a saying? Yeah, I never okay. saw this before. Never say never. Right. And never say forever. Oh, I like that. Well, that's that, a really good one. Well, then marriage goes right out the window. Yes, because think of all the <laughs> phonies in this world. Right. Well, until that was part. 55% of all marriages end in divorce. So right. much for that. I'll love you forever. Nope, you're not actually. Right. That's a great fr- I never heard that before. You throw it at me again, Jerry. Never say never. Never say never. And never say forever. Never say forever. Okay. That is a great way to live life. That live is nice. day by day with an eye towards the future. Right. But enjoy the day. I like that. It's pretty good. That is pretty good. Like, you don't have to say you're going to be single forever because you don't know. Well, I'm in a relationship. I mean married. Married. And then you don't also have to say never say never. Doesn't right. mean you won't get married. Never say never. That's what I say. You are free to be who you want right. to be and live where you want to live. Because you never say never and you never say forever. Bam. This is what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm like a poet today. Uh, another thing that uh, sparked some controversy for me yesterday, Jerry, on the on Twitter. Okay. I was enjoying, I went out with Gina last night for Valentine's last Day. Last night meaning after 4.30? Yeah, uh, 4.45 we had dinner. <laughs> so let's be clear. Yeah. You went out yesterday afternoon. Yes, for dinner. Okay. Uh, an Italian place in uh, Bradley Beach. All right. It's very nice. Don't remember the name or I would give them a, Tomasello's. a push. How about that? It was not that, but. It was not Tomasello's? It was on the whatever is um, uh, whatever Italian place is on Main Street in Bradley Beach. Okay. Not Tomasello's. Is there a Tomasello's there? No idea. Oh. Never been to yeah, Bradley Beach. Yeah, I don't Beach. think it was not that. Okay. Oh, it's terrific. You got to go, Jerry. Um, oh, to Bradley yes. Beach. Got it. But I was enjoying a pizza there. And I tweeted out that there's no such thing as bad pizza 
or bad chocolate chip cookies. There's some is better than others, but I will I would never bite into a pizza and go, This sucks. I'm not eating this. No, you I would. will eat it. Like when I made the cauliflower pizza, that was not good. But that's not real pizza. It was not dough. No, but it's pizza. It's got cheese and sauce. Yeah. It looks like pizza. But not it's missing great, dough, which is the number one ingredient of pizza. There are, I agree with you. Most see, I've had a couple bad ones with yeah. Jesus crap. Right. But for the most part, I agree with you. Like it's I'm still not, good. Yeah, I'm not of these people. You gotta have New York fish. Right. Yeah. You Get lost. I gotta have Chicago D no. Right. I can actually have my Romeo's pizza. Right. I'm sure if really I went to good. Maine, terrific pizza then. Um it's okay. It's not bad to your point. Right. It's still like I will not eat great. This. Not bad. Yes. You'll eat it. But not forced to eat it. It's like if it's to, there, I'm gonna eat it. It's really hard to screw up dough. Yes. Sauce and cheese. Same with chocolate chip cookies. Yes. Plus, there's always Chips Ahoy anywhere, and you can always find Elio's if you need it. And it's so funny you brought up those two brands. Those were the two brands that people hit me back with. Elio's said they said is garbage, and Chips Ahoy. If it's made right and you burn the ends, it's awesome. I used to eat Elio's pizza, the three. Yes. Yeah, I put it in the toaster oven after school. Exactly right. It was terrific. Yes. I'd love it right if I had right an now, Elio's right now. I couldn't agree with you more. Right. That was our, when I was in grammar school, that was our Friday pizza every week. Yes. And I would always request the burnt pieces around yeah. the edges. Awesome. Elio's. You did have to be careful. That was one of those classic pizzas where you, when you pulled out right out of the toaster oven and bit into it. Oh, yeah, your roof of your mouth would, would get burnt. Right Correct. to the roof of your mouth. Very true. But there's, yeah. you know, there's actually a lot of good frozen pizzas these days. Right. They'll even say uh, people are throwing it. Did you ever have Celeste pizza? Yeah. yeah. It was fine. Terrific. As long as you cook it properly, yes. it's good. I agree. Yeah. See that? And a lot of did people are angry. Boboli. Did you like that? Uh, I only did it once, I once. think. I don't know. I never they think to do it. They have a thin crust Boboli yeah. that you can buy. I'm sure it's great. Awesome. And you know what it is? It's fun with the kids, too. You right. have kids. Boboli. With the girlfriend. It's yeah, fun. Yeah, love. Gina would love to make a Boboli pizza. Make your own pizza. Gina got into this thing for a little while where she was making her own dough. What do they call it? Needling the uh, dough? Well, she would like make the dough. Yeah, then you do needle it. it. Yeah, needle it. And then she was make. We we got this pizza stone to put on the grill out back. Terrific. It's fun, right? Yeah. See that? Feels like you're doing something. I know, who's, and by the way, who's ripping Chips Ahoy? People were going like Chips Ahoy. Who garbage. are these people? Who, who are these people? Idiots, Jerry. Chips Ahoy. Now, it's not. Hmm, I'll give them a free plug here. It's not Tate's. Tate's cookies are spectacular. I'm not ranking. I'm but saying. Chips Ahoy. Will I eat a Chips Ahoy cookie if it's, it's a sitting staple. here? 100%. Oh, I'd eat eight of them. This is why I don't eat cookies, because I can't eat just one or two. And well, let me ask you while we're talking about this. Uh, Kevin from Barstool Sports. Yeah. He's very excited. He's there. There's a, a train stop. I don't know where he comes in from. I think maybe the Westchester area. Okay. But at one of the train stops, there's a, a, a paper, a guy who sells newspapers, who's also selling... He, he takes a thing of uh, Entenmann's Donuts. I saw this. And he individually wraps them. Yes, I saw And that. sells them. Yes, brilliant. You don't think that's that... Do you think that's Jeremy at all, that this guy's be honest. opening up You have boxes? revealed that you urinate and you don't wash your hands. Right. If the guy's wrapping the donut, it doesn't mean his hand's all over the donut. It doesn't. Is it possible? I suppose. Right. But is it any different than the guy that's making the pizza not wearing gloves? No, you're right. So, so enjoy the grabbing donut. the cheese by the handful. So I, I didn't love the look of those donuts yeah. wrapped in the cellophane, the saran wrap, whatever saran it was. Wrap, yeah. But, and I probably wouldn't buy it either. 
I could see how that would be a big win. And also, he said the guy's selling them for 85 cents a donut. Why not make them a dollar? I don't know. Why are you dealing with 50 no, cents right. change? No one's going to say, oh, it's a dollar, I'm out. Unless like a cup of coffee and a thing is $2. He's, mm, okay. Or $3. I don't know. what. I can see know. that. A little value meal. Yeah, value meal, Jerry. <laughs> and this uh, I saw an alert Twitter follower and podcast listener DM'd this to me. Uh, you remember the Marie Kondo show I talked about on Netflix? Sadly, yes, I do. Where she recommends that you only keep things yes, in your home that, that spark have... joy. Yeah, right. So because of the popularity of the show and her book. Our show or her show? Her show. Her Netflix show. The popularity of her show. And her book. Goodwill says that they have received 5 million pounds of goods more than usual since her show. Great. To Marie Kondo. Whatever, dude. And all you folks donating. I've started doing this too. Right. But here's what I'm here's what I'm starting to do now. Maybe you want to join me, Jerry. I don't. Instead of just never say never. Taking your I never want to. Never say forever. (laughs) Instead of just taking your clothing and putting them in these nondescript bins that we don't know where they go, take them to a there's a goodwill store in Asbury Park. There's actually Goodwill stores in a lot of places. There's one in Matawan. Oh, then you drop them right off there. Yeah, they give you receipts. We go all the time. Oh, okay. And it's not because of Marie Condom. Well, Condo. It's because her too. Marie Condo. We've been doing it for years. Marie Condom does not have a show. I'll bet you there could be, and that might be some hell of a show too. (laughs) The Marie Condom show? Yes. All right. Only keep the condoms that spark joy (laughs) on a wild Friday night. These Otherwise, out with the condoms. These ribbed condoms no longer (laughs) spark joy. (laughs) The ribbed condom. Do you remember when you were in the condom game, Jerry? Whether you did you have a particular condom that you liked? Um did you have a brand you trusted more than others? Yes, but my mind is not working right now. Trojan, Durex, no. Lifestyle. That's it. Lifestyle? Yeah. That was a good one. Do you remember the ones that, when I worked in the drug fair, they had uh, lambskin condoms? Never got that. Yeah, no. Because that doesn't work for sexually transmitted diseases. The lambskin is thick enough to block sperm, but not thick enough to block VD Little Why make it then, honestly? <laughs> No, babe. Listen, <laughs> you're not gonna get pregnant. Right, you might get diseased. Right, but if you take feels... the good, you take the bad. Right. You Why even the... make that? I I don't know because it was more pleasurable. Did you ever, I mean, you did put your penis in a sucker once. Did you ever try a lambskin? I have not. Really? I never tried you a lambskin. There though, condom. you never like no took a package home and that would have been a great it. idea. I should have. Yeah, you should have. Because hmm. I definitely. Uh, Got a box of condoms to try on and figure out how to how to oh god how it works. Yeah, I guess YouTube wasn't around back then. It huh? was not. <laughs> no Google. How you got to pinch the top be so that uh, there's no air in it, and to make sure you you roll it all the way down. <laughs> right, you don't want to have the condom end up in the girl. <laughs> right, <laughs> that could be a problem. Very dangerous. <laughs> When you were in the condom game. <laughs> Who talks like that? You do, Jerry. You did. Uh, oh, here's a great survey. Survey says. Uh, this survey looked at the average time before couples are comfortable being naked in front of each other. Three hours. It's not three hours, <laughs> It's not <Jerry>. three hours. <laughs> okay. This is uh, what they refer to as the comfort zone in a relationship. What about like the one night stand? 
I mean, clearly you're comfortable if you're going to drop your draws. I guess so. And turn her around and do what you got to do. No? Um, well, uh, that that I'm not sure. But here's some things that came out of this study. All right. That it takes an average of seven months for couples to have their first talk about marriage and kids, possibly. Seven months. Seven months. Really? Six months to introduce your significant other to their parents. Okay. But what ages is this? I don't have that information. Okay. Jay. All right. All right. So here's the result. They they looked at 2,000 uh, couples. I do not see an age range here, Jerry, but 2,000 couples. All right. How long does it take on average to experience the following first things? Sex. All right. Well, hold on. Let me give this. How long does it take yeah, the average couple? I wish I the age, though, because if you're talking couples in their 30s, the answer is probably... Four days. Yeah. If you're talking about 20-year-olds, I would think it would take much longer. Right. So I, it's hard to gauge a guess. I'm going to say six weeks. Four months. Okay. Sleep in the same bed, also four months. Cry in front of your new partner. How long would that take? Uh, I feel like women would cry first. Eight, eight months? Five months, Five Jerry. months, Okay. Uh, talk about um, the girl's period. How many months into a relationship before you feel well, comfortable? Well, if they're going to have sex after four months, I mm-hmm. would think that conversation's got to happen around there. Oh, six months, Jerry. Okay. Six months. Uh, this one I don't like. Use the bathroom with the door open. No, uh, Never. How right. About that? Never. This says six never. months. No, no, never. That's wrong. And this one. And you're a weirdo if you do that with the door open. Pass gas in front of your partner six months? No way. Uh, I do not like farting. Dude, there was a guy last night. I, I told I you this before. I'll put it on with the audience. I can't even speak. I'm exhausted. All right. So I'm leaving the game last night. We're at Northwestern. Game's over. Got to get on the bus to get to the airport. But you got to take run to the bathroom real quick because once you get on the bus, I'm not going to be able to use the bathroom until I get here right. three hours later. So going to the bathroom, and there's one guy at the eight urinals. There's one guy at the urinal. He's probably in his 60s, I would say. Okay. So as I'm approaching the second urinal, I'm plenty of space between us. I don't Good need to be right next by to you. him. Absolutely. Start doing what you have to do. And this guy busts ass like a five-year-old and giggles and turns as I kind of I was gonna look at him with like a face of disgust. Yeah, like what are you doing, sir? And as I'm slowly turning. Again, like a five-year-old, he's got this giant smile on his face, and he gives me a thumbs up. Oh. So I looked at him, and I was like, no. And I went, thumbs down. Oh, you gave him thumbs down. Yes. And so he shrugged his shoulders. I start walking out. It was like the third time I went to the bathroom. wasn't washing my hands. Right. Good Uh, job. And he's laughing, and he kept going. Disgusting. It is disgusting. It's not but funny. I've been in a position where I've been at the urinal here only has two two urinals. Okay, right. Yes. So if you're at the urinal and someone comes in to use the urinal, but there are some body situations wherein while you're releasing urine <coughs> or choking, you have to kind of fart, and you cannot hold it. If you try to hold the fart, your pee stops. Use this Izzo for your. Videos. See if this gets <laughs> to clearance. promote the podcast. Yeah, see if this gets clearance. <laughs> no, it won't. You don't know. <laughs> don't even check. Don't waste your time. Have you? But you've been in that situation, no? Maybe Where when you're I, peeing, you have to pass gas and you can't stop. Uh, yeah, maybe Al. I I 
And where else is that old man supposed to be passing gas, Jerry, if not in the bathroom? No, 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 no. See, you're misunderstanding. You seem to think... It wasn't the idea that he did it. He was in the bathroom. I get it. The issue I had was the giant smile on his face and the thumbs up. Maybe he was... It's disgusting. Maybe he was embarrassed that he was doing that and thought, let me make this less embarrassing. No, 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 no. Give you the thumbs up. He couldn't wait to push that crap through. Really? He was fired up. No. Maybe he thought... Maybe... you know gross. You know how uh, in, uh, like car racing a car will pull up to another car at the light and like nod over like it's on or racing yes. maybe he was glancing to you like no he wasn't doing that if you sir would like to also fart years ago it's out there and i will not say the name there's no way i'll say the name but years ago there was an executive from this company really not intercom years before intercom. all oh, right we were at boomer's golf event and we were Walking to the driving range after his show. This is when I was still playing in the event before my back problems. And one of the executives was about, I would say, 10 steps ahead of me. Okay. Had no idea that I was behind them. And as he was walking down the street, he was just releasing like, as he was stepping. And at one point, he's like lifting the leg. And I'm like, <laughs> I had to stop. And I kind of peeled off into the trees because yeah. I was embarrassed to even face him. Right. Like, dude, what are you doing? Was this executive Craig Carton? <laughs> no, it, it was not. It was not. He was not an executive. No, it was a legit executive. It was oh. not Craig. Okay. No, 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 no. If it was Craig, I would have said it, and he wouldn't care. Craig was not into farts either. Boomer <laughs> is into doing farts if you're in the room. Like, he thinks it's like funny. Like, on the air. Right. Like, he thinks it's funny to to do a fart. Okay. Right? I guess, yes. There's been Athletes cases. Athletes love farts. There have been cases where this room needs to be fumigated. Yes. Yes, and he sits there and he gets bright red and oh, says, he loves what's the problem? It. Right. What's, what's the, the problem? problem? My nose is stuffed up from right. that. That's the problem. It's disgusting. I've oh, never yeah, liked yeah. fart humor. Yes, I know that. Not Which is funny since you worked with Ron and Fez. And... Well, they were, they did not do fart jokes. Howard Stern did fart stuff, which I never they liked. They made you kiss a guy. <laughs> they tricked me into that. Well, yes. whatever. <laughs> Not farting. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> no, that was not okay because okay. I did not okay that. But they enjoyed it. They enjoyed it. Right. Just checking. Yes. Well, it's good to be back. It's good to have you back, Jerry. And tomorrow's Friday. Think of it that way. Uh, yes. That's I will awesome. Be, I'm going to bed. It's 5 o'clock tonight. 5 o'clock. That's the goal. Okay. Even though it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, you're not home yet? I'll see you tomorrow, hon. <laughs> see you on the 15th. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's the way All that right, Jerry. Now, who did I do the warm-up show today with? Were I you, was back in time for that. Oh, you were that. back in time for that. I okay. was back in time for that, yes. So you are on the second part of this podcast as well. Correct. Okay, great. I do enjoy, real quick, I do enjoy when you lead. Yeah. Keep this in mind, because I, I will not be here again next Wednesday. Rutgers will be at Michigan State. This coming on a week from uh, yesterday? Yes, which okay. will be the final day I miss until the Big Ten tournament um, for basketball. That okay. Is. I do enjoy, though, how you open the podcast with... Oh, hi there. Al Duke's here. Jerry is in blah, 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 blah. And then I listen to the podcast, and then the warm-up starts. Oh, hi there, Al Duke's. (laughs) (laughs) And sitting with me today is Andrew Bogish because Jerry is in blah, 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 blah. It's like, I just heard that. Now, for you, it's six hours apart. I get it, but it's kind of funny. Yeah, for the podcast listener. Yes. It is not. Good point. So keep that in mind. Okay. Next time. You got it. All right, Jerry, the warm-up program is next. Sue! <laughs> you and Eddie with the C stuff. Oh, Eddie's very good at it. I mean, he's into it. Yeah, very into and it. And good for him. Hey, good for you. Hey, good for you. <laughs> I'm over here now. <laughs>
<laughs> Goodbye. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Here we go on a Thursday morning. Al Dukes, I got to tell you something real quick as we get started. You know, we do a podcast every day, which is kind of fun. And the other day on the podcast, you had asked me about bad TV situations in the hotel rooms, right? When you're away, if you have a bad TV, it's a mess. Yeah. So I was in Chicago yesterday. You have no good channels. I had no TV. No television. Didn't work. Froze. Turn it on. Freeze. Is that right? It was, and I thought of you every single time I tried to change the channel, and then the show would run for like four seconds, frozen. What do you do with that? Uh, you go to your phone no, and just stare at no. your phone. Go on I, Twitter. Pfft. Social no, media. Go on Twitter. That's what I would do. <laughs> I just walked around. It was awful. I, at one point, I wanted to watch The Property Brothers, another show you like. Yeah. Love HGTV. And I got through about three minutes of that. Froze. Frozen. And you were on my mind all day. All right. Just well, what I need when I'm in Chicago. Al Duke's on my mind. Yes, I'm on every I'm like Willie Nelson, always on your mind. <laughs> Yo, you're just like something. Willie Nelson, yes. <laughs> Jerry, I don't know if you saw this uh, last night during the Knicks uh, no. Sixers game. No, you could stop right there. No. Joel Embiid went to go save a ball from going out of bounds. Yeah. Almost kicked actress Regina King right in the face. I don't know who Regina King is. I didn't either, but people seem to know her. Okay. But his giant foot. Just cleared what her head. What size do you think that foot is? 18? Yeah, 18. Probably. Meanwhile, drilled some dude in glasses behind her, but everyone's like, oh my gosh, Regina King is safe. But why is the why are the fans so close in basketball when it's... Courtside seats? Right, but they don't have that in the NFL where it's like you get shoved out of bounds and you hit well, Regina King. Sidelines. On, on the, the sidelines. Side <laughs> yeah, but the players are on the sidelines and workers, you know, cameramen. Yeah, for sure. Not people paying... For their tickets. What's well, a different game? I wouldn't want to sit there. Yes, you would. No way. You would love that. You could hear them talking and yelling and cursing at one another. It's fun. Yeah, and then you get a big Joel Embiid size 18 boot. Who Al actually asked me right before we went on. He's on the Sixers, right? That's Which not I true. would not have believed that you didn't know, except for the fact that you really couldn't come up with Mariano Rivera's name yesterday when you just called him the pitcher. I was confirming, just confirming, Jerry. You know, sometimes right before you go on air, you talk yourself out of something you clearly know. Yes, yeah. I clearly know Joel Embiid is on the you Sixers. You clearly know. See, here's the thing. But if, when I when if, I went to go on air, it, you don't have to think about it. Went to double check, like like the core four, that pitcher guy. I don't want to look like referred a, to him. I don't want to look like some damn fool here, Jerry. To where I thought Eddie was going to fall over in his chair. <laughs> My brain was freezing. I couldn't think of Mo Rivera's of. You know what's name. funny though is you did because you started to say his name. I did right, and it was like you were questioning yep. yourself, and you're like the pitcher, the you know the <laughs> that guy, the all time closer. You know who I mean, <laughs> right? Who do I mean? <laughs> Mo. The White Sox, Jerry, I've are leaving them. a locker vacant in their spring training facility. For Manny Machado. It's like Motel 6. They'll leave the light on. They're leaving more than the light on. They're leaving a... That to me, as the kids would say, Jerry, y'all so thirsty. Absolutely. <laughs> that is a thirsty move by the White Sox. Do we know you what, dig? I do dig. You know what the, We know what the offer is. Is it eight years and 240? Do we know? I don't know. It I, is that, that... You're telling him... He's. You've already given him the advantage. They want him, yeah. That's like asking a girl out on a date and going, uh, would you like to go out uh, Friday? And she says, eh, not sure, right? And you go, I'm going to leave my plans open. So Here are the reservations? <laughs> yeah, if you're available. I'll see you at the restaurant, maybe. 
As the millennials would say, Jerry. But desperate man. <laughs> thirsty. Very thirsty. Yeah, if I was uh, if I was Manny Machado, I'd be like, the White Sox are so thirsty. He doesn't want to go to the White Sox. <laughs> yeah, I want to go anywhere else. He doesn't want to be their fluid to the top. Right. If I was the Yankees, I'd come out and say, we don't even have a locker. If we sign him, not even sure where we're putting you. Pretty sure they'd figure it out. <laughs> we don't know. Greg Bird, get out. <laughs> You're going to share a locker with Greg Bird. <laughs> Jacoby Ellsbury, we don't want him here anyway. He got hurt again, I saw. Well, this is what they're saying. Plantar fasciitis. Kind of like last year. He had that mysterious injury. Oh, they just don't want him on the field. Stay away. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot this uh, during my uh, Knicks-Joel Embiid situation before. The Knicks have canceled Latvian Heritage Night. Why? Because there's no Kristaps Porzingis? Kristaps Porzingis. Yeah. Because he's gone. I guess they have no Latvian on the team now, right? But what if I'm a Latvian who bought a ticket for February? Sell it on StubHub for four dollars. <laughs> February twenty fourth. Yeah, you're su- you're screwed. I wonder what they had planned. Like what goes on on Latvia? I would night. think they probably have a halftime act from Latvia. A Latvian, a maybe Latvian act. Those rappers that we've heard of. Maybe they Lat- were going to be the halftime show. I what? would think you get a lot of Latvian food entertainment during the breaks. Okay. Yeah, maybe Latvian. I don't know what Latvian food is. Exactly. But maybe, maybe so. But wouldn't you have liked to have been educated on that? Not really. On February 24th. No. I'm I good. bought a ticket. I'm going to have to sell it now. You haven't bought a basketball ticket. I'm going to venture in your <laughs> lifetime. Hmm. Have you ever bought an Purchased NBA basketball, basketball ticket? ticket? Yes. Not Great ask question. Mark Chernoff for okay. a freebie to a Nets game, but have you ever bought an NBA ticket? I have not. No chance. I have not purchased an so. NBA ticket in my lifetime. I know you've bought baseball tickets mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Have you ever purchased okay. an NHL ticket? I know you've purchased. Gone to games. I have. Okay. I have purchased. Mikey Strong a doesn't ticket. count. You've purchased a devil ticket? No, I haven't. Then. No, I didn't think so. Okay. <laughs> how about how about a football ticket? I would say yes. Yeah, I have purchased football tickets. Okay. I've never. How about that? I'm almost fifty. I'm a man, Jerry, and yeah. I've never purchased an NBA ticket. Yeah, I'm not surprised. All right. You'd rather go see Paul Westerberg at the oh, uh, Camden Theater. That would be awesome. I know it would. Jerry, you're a golf guy, so I think you would have have a sweet take on this. A sweet take? Yeah. Matt Kuchar. Matt Kuchar. Not Kuchar. Matt Kuchar. Right. Won $1.3 million golfing recently. Who knows when it was? It was last year. Oh, this is last year? Yeah. Why is it a controversy now? Uh, because it's, I think, because the story has come out and he oh, was okay. asked about it on Golf Channel, I believe. All right. So he wins $1.3 million at this tournament. He tipped his caddy on a $1.3 million win. Right. Tipped his caddy $5,000. Right. And people got to the caddy and said, you were ripped off. All right. Well, here's the deal. Number one, it's not his caddy. It was a fill-in caddy. Fill-in caddy. That's number one. Number two, they had an agreement that he would pay the caddy $3,000 for doing it. Right. And the caddy said, I'm in for three grand. He said he was in for three grand. Kuchar then said he'd give him a $1,000 bonus if he finished top five or whatever. He gave him an extra $2,000 and also offered him an additional 15000 because he won, to which the caddy said, no, we had an agreement. I'm really? good. The caddy so said no to the extra. This story is a bunch of crap because the caddy was the one that actually turned down a lot more money. What I don't understand is I always thought it was customary that the caddy gets 10% of your winnings. Right. I guess because this was a fill-in, they had some sort of an agreement. So the whole story's stupid. The headline is ridiculous. Makes Matt Kuchar look like a jackass. Right. I had no idea caddies were making this kind of money. I would yeah. love to do that. Again, had you gotten to paragraph three? No, I read it. It said that that, that is 10% for winnings. 
You didn't read but it. But you know what? They were not clear in the story. Yeah. Why the caddy turned down the additional it, fifteen right. grand? I agree. He just said we had an agreement, and then I guess uh, uh, Matt Kuchar's take on it is that all these people got in the caddy's ear and said, "Probably you got ripped off." Well, because he probably did. But again, he was a fill-in caddy. It wasn't his guy. Fill-in. 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 You He's a fill-in caddy. Yes. Do you think I could caddy? Do I just carry the guy's clubs? You, you got to tell him what to no shoot. Chance. You think Matt Kuchar at, uh, talked to this fill and caddy and the guy told him what clubs to hit? You mean on no a regular way. basis or do you mean to grab the bag for a round? Could you hold and carry the bag? Yeah, of course you could. But, but a, a real caddy will go the week of the tournament and will walk the course and will get yardages and slopes of the greens. And they're really important believe it or not. I know you don't believe that, but they are really important for the player. I feel like they could be really annoying. They could be, hence why you'd fire them. Yeah. You're fired. Like Bones, the guy Phil Mickelson was with for over 20-something years. Bones was his name? I mean, those guys would sit there and discuss yardages and club selection. It's like, oh, my God, hit the ball already. So, yeah, it's pretty important. we got to take a break, though. All right. I was told we have a little bit of a lengthy break, but don't go lengthy anywhere. Lengthy break. Because Eddie's going to shorten it for us oh, so we perfect. can get the Boomer and Geo really quick. And then Al's got a story, uh, I believe, on horse racing when we come back Incorrect. right here on The Fan. Oh. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Yeah, that's right. Here we go. we got a couple more minutes to the top. Nets did win in triple overtime. Knicks lost. Rutgers won. Seton Hall won. Out, go. Jerry, if you have an extra $5,000 kicking around in your pocket, burning a hole in it. Don't what know are we it. doing? You can go. Uh, and Al big... Duke's fourteen four five dollars $5,000 well, parlay? No, I would not recommend oh. betting that much cash. I would recommend this, though. Uh, you can join Jose Canseco and go Bigfoot and alien hunting with him and a group of others who've also paid $5,000. Or I could save the $5,000 and ask Eddie to go hang out on a Saturday. Uh, well, Jose Canseco knows the spots in Las Vegas. No, he doesn't. Where he is. Uh, I trust Eddie more than Jose Canseco. Well, where he spotted Bigfoot before. and Eddie walks his dogs all over Edison. I'll bet you he could find Bigfoot and an alien. There Matter of no, fact, goodbye. There are no aliens in Edison, New Jersey. How do you know? You lived in Colonia. So How do you know your co- house so wasn't crowded. invaded with aliens and ghosts? You got to go to a place like... Um, Utah. Yeah, Utah. <laughs> Vegas. You've been to Utah. Arizona. How about Seattle? Are no. there aliens walking around no. Seattle? It's again, it's you crowded. there were weird people there. You know where aliens, I bet, will land eventually? Sedona. It's mystical. It's mystical. It's the Red Mountains. It's actually creepy. Sedona? Yeah. It's when little... you get into the areas yeah. where there's nobody... Well, Sedona's... Thinking, Got people. Well, yes, but there are roads to it, and it's 111 degrees out, and you feel like, if this car dies, I'm dead. Right. Jerry, we have Sergeant Slaughter coming in at 745. You, sir, better prepare to do some push-ups. He's from the Marines. All right, we'll do some push-ups. That's fine. How many? Do not say anything positive about Iran. He's 70. Do not say anything positive about Iran. Come at me, bro. We are your flagship station for Yankees baseball.